We're back to TTV Sports, the Toshin Jerry podcast. I got Jerry here by my side as always. Today we've got a great pod for you guys. We have my pod buddy Ross Mellon on the pod today. Ross is a huge Kansas fan. Rock Shock Jayhawk. Dude, Joel and B, the Jayhawks. It's been a minute for them in the tournament, but tourney time is back. I filled out my bracket. And I really actually don't know that much about college basketball. I can't lie to you guys. But uh, that's why I got Tushin Ross here to break down my picks from my bracket. Tell you what's good, what's bad. Uh, Ross, welcome to the pod. Yeah, hey, thanks, guys. I appreciate you guys having me on. Hopefully uh, be able to shed some light on on the brackets and how people should should pick. And, yeah, get going. <laughs> But before we get to March Madness, Jerry, I know you want to talk about the Pats free agency spending splurge. I'll give you a few minutes here, Jerry. They've been spending money left and right, getting random players. Bill Belichick has his plan. Get all your uh, get all your Pats takes out right here. Dude, yeah, I got so many. I'm so excited. This is the first time we're spending, making big splashes in a minute since like we signed Darrell Revis, uh, which ended up in a Super Bowl win, you know, one of the many. But yeah, dude, let's get into it right off the top. Two tight end sets are back in New England. We got Hunter Henry, Johnny Smith. Say what you will, but every time, Tosh, we were watching red zone last year, I looked up Johnny Smith in the red zone touchdown. Within 20 yards, that man's deadly. Hunter Henry, top tight end in the league. Tosh, this man is 26 years old. He signed for three years, $37.5 million, $25 million guaranteed. You're telling me that these two aren't going to be just as deadly as Gronk and Aaron Hernandez? I mean, this is just the tip of the iceberg right here. These dudes are literally mid-20s coming into their prime. They haven't even scratched the surface. I mean, seriously. One of them's on the Tennessee Titans, and one of them's on, on the Los Angeles Chargers by Anthony Lynn. Could you imagine what they do under Belichick? It's going to be unreal. Okay, great. We got a little bit of weapons for Cam on the offensive side. The defense, dude, Matthew Judon, linebacker, versatile. Four years, 56 mil. He's 28, also in the prime of his career. One absolutely great signing. Then you also have... Uh, Jalen Mills at DB backing him up off the Eagles stud. The Green Goblin dyed hair. Also, prime of his, he's coming to the prime of his career, you guys. 26, four years, 21 million. I mean, we just revamped the offense, the defense. We got a pass rusher, a linebacker, DB, two tight ends. And on wide receiver, we brought in Nelson Aguilar and Kendrick Bourne, which, okay, fine. I'll admit Nelson Aguilar. Maybe not the best signing, but we'll see what happens. Could not possibly be worse than the Keel Harry was last year. Then to plug the middle, we got to be stopping the run in New England. You know how that goes. We got Devon Kachow. I'm not sure if I'm saying that right. Kachow. I'm gonna. We'll figure it out by the time training camp rolls around. But two years, 16 million. I mean, you know we love our nose tackles in New England. And lastly, we've got a defensive end, Henry Anderson. Like, come on. We just retooled the entire team. And boys, by the time the people listen to this pod, we're not gonna be done. We're signing more people. Let me let me go through this. Those eight guys count against the cap right now. $31.7 million. That means we have $30 million more dollars to play with in cap space this year. We've only used half of our cap space. I'm not saying Deshaun Watson's coming to New England, but I'm saying we have the space for it if we were to add him. Lots to digest there, but I'll let you guys chime in as you please. I'm fired up about this past season. We're back. Enough of this losing bullshit. If only you had a Hall of Fame quarterback on your team, Jerry. Dude, why were we spending like this when Brady was there? It's so infuriating. <laughs> uh, he never would have left, but uh, glad to see he's finally taking some action here. 
Well, good to hear your uh, good to hear your Pats take there, Jerry. We've got some, got a few months before the season. I think the Pats are destined for a uh, nine and seven at best season if Cam Newton's their starting I mean, quarterback. I mean, with all our opt-ins coming back, we got Dante Hightower, the leader of the defense, back as well as this revamp. All these signings that I just went through. I mean, we're taking the AFC East. We're probably going to be contending right, with the right. Chiefs for the one seed right now. Uh, All right, you know. Jerry, please, please. You're, compar- you're comparing Johnny Smith to Rob Gronkowski. You're calling Cam Newton a top quarterback and a leader team. And I'm all that's enough, in. That's Back. enough. That's enough Pat's talk. Before <laughs> we get started here with the bracket, hit that subscribe button. You'll get this pod in your feed every week. Don't have to remember to search it. I know Ross hit that subscribe button. We have to listen to this pod every week. Give us a rating. Let us know what you think. And check out the Knicks Picks pod starring Nick Robin talking basketball and pop culture. Also, the 2TV Sports March Madness Bracket Challenge is live, Gary Ross. Don't forget to join through ESPN. You guys think you can beat me and Jerry? I bet not. Me and Jerry are the smartest dudes out here. We have the best bracket. We're going to take on the pot. Uh, message to TV Sports and Twitter on uh, Twitter or Instagram to get the details on how to join. Um, let's get into this March Madness talk. So Jerry's filled out his bracket. Ross and I have been watching college basketball all year. Jerry, not so much. And we thought it would be fun to see Jerry's bracket, have me and Ross break it down, see what we, you know, what we like, some upsets, who Jerry has going, why does he have those teams going far, what's the media narrative that Jerry's listening to, and me and Ross, some true college basketball fans. I'm wearing my Dana Altman shirt right now. You know I'm a true college basketball fan if I'm wearing a Dana Altman shirt. Yeah, Ross has got his Kansas yeah, shirt on. Yeah, we got on. our jersey on. We're ready to get at it. <laughs> we're, exactly. We're ready to get at it, so... Without further ado, Jerry, let's start off with the so-called West region here. Gonzaga's the one seed, uh, and uh, yeah, let's get into the get into the picks. Yeah, so I mean, I filled out my bracket. There's still some time to me for me to make edits. Maybe you guys can convince me as the college basketball experts. I'm still going to be competing to win this, of course, though. So yeah, let's start off. The number one overall seed, Gonzaga, is taking on the 16 seed. I just don't see them going down in the first round. Only one team has ever gone down as the one seed. You know, that was Virginia. I don't see the Zags having any trouble. We all good there? That's best, best oh, yeah. college basketball team I've seen in a while. Yeah. They're not losing Agreed. this game. Yep. Okay. Glad we uh, <laughs> knocked that one out nice and easily. Next round, or next matchup, I should say. Oklahoma, Missouri. Uh, I don't know much about either of these teams. I'm pretty sure I've seen more Oklahoma highlights between the two, and so I went with Oklahoma over Missouri in this one. Yeah, I, I would say it's it's uh, it's a coin toss. Honestly, they're both kind of struggling. Um, Oklahoma, I know, had lost a, a good amount of games at the end of the year, and Missouri started out really well. So it's kind of a toss-up game where, you know, either way, they're probably going to lose to Gonzaga the next round. So, I mean, no matter who you pick, it's not going to – hurt you in the long run, but uh, I went ahead and went with Oklahoma just because I know they have a lot more shooters um, than Missouri, but I do like Conzo Martin, the Missouri coach. He's been there before. So um, yeah, yeah. Again, it's just a toss up just depending on, you know, who you've seen before. He's been there before when he lost first round with uh, Jalen Brown and Ivan Rab to Hawaii, but uh, well, he went there with Tennessee as well. So you got to take that into consideration. That's true. But um, 
Yeah, Oakland, I mean, this is a toss-up. I think both teams were playing well and kind of started not playing as well. I, I, I'm, I don't know. I'd probably lean Oklahoma just because I kind of like uh, their coach over Missouri. But, I, I, yeah, this is not a big game because uh, the losers gets, the winner is just going to lose next round. So, I mean, the, listen, the 8 and 9 seed ones, you kind of like – it's an easy one to pick the upset, and I think a lot of people are going to have Missouri in their bracket. But I kind of – I mean, I'm sticking with Oklahoma at least. For this one, but on to the next match, we got five Crane against 12 UCSB. We all know 12 5 is an iconic matchup in the tournament. 12 upsets the five quite a bit, at least 50% of the time, as I recall. Uh, but guys, Crane is the ultimate tourney team. No way they're going down to UCSB. I got Crane advancing in this one. Yeah, I mean, uh, it, that one's a really, really good matchup. I know, you know, with the UCSB, you don't get to see them on TV very much, but they did, you know, run through their conference tournament. Um, I still like Creighton. They've got a lot of good shooters. Um, they've been there before. So I'll take Creighton, but, you know, with UCSB, that 12-5 matchup, it, it's a trendy pick. So, but yeah, going with Creighton ultimately. Corey McLaughlin, OSU transfer. Maybe he should have stayed there now that OSU's in the tournament, but he's good. I, I have this game as a toss-up. Uh, I'm going to pick UCSB to win this game, I think. Uh, so I, I'm, okay. I'm not faulting you for picking Creighton, Jerry, but I think this is a toss-up, and maybe I'll go with the, the upset here. Um, but I'm a big fan of Corey McLaughlin. I think he's a really good player, and it's going to be hard for Creighton to stop him. Um, but I, I don't know. I, I mean, Craven could we win. have we have twelve or we have four uh, twelve five matchups, and uh, we know that a twelve is going to win. So there's a good shot there. I just happen to know that Crane is always in or usually in the second round. Makes a little bit of noise in the tournament, anyways. I, I'm costing them, you know, throughout all my life being in the tournament. So I had to. Uh, oh, you make buckets, Dad. So, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Uh, still sticking around, but uh, the next match we got four Virginia versus thirteen. Ohio. Uh, if Virginia can play any kind of defense like I've known them to be able to play, I like them taking this matchup pretty handily. So, Jerry, let me let me uh, stop you in your tracks there. This is my first major upset. I'm going with the Ohio Bobcats to upset Virginia. Virginia, I, they have not impressed me all season. I don't really think they've got top-level talent. They've fallen a long way from their uh, days as national champions in the last uh, March Madness and I think Ohio, they uh, they had a reasonable rating in Ken Palm, and I think that they're going to upset Virginia. So I'm going with the Bobcats here. Okay, I like it. It's uh, I wouldn't mind seeing that pick. Um, I got Virginia. It, it's really weird to kind of say that they're the reigning defending champs from 2019, but um, <laughs> they've got the uh, transfer from Marquette, one of the Hauser brothers, uh, good shooter, um, you know, good guy to uh, – that could take over the game against um, Ohio, but I know Ohio has a really good guard that's like a top 10 draft pick um, in the mock draft. So it could it be a really, really good game. Yep, exactly. So, uh, but I think Virginia's defense, they're going to be, they're going to be all on him. So it's going to take somebody else from Ohio to beat them. Don't sleep on the Bobcats, Jerry. Don't sleep on them. Yeah, it sounds like it's going to be close. I might have to revisit this one. Uh, but he, here's one that I, the next one, I kind of was leaning on an upset. Uh, I'm going to defer to you guys, though, on this one. We got six USC against an 11 seed, either Wichita or Drake. Wichita State, I should say, the Shockers, uh, who I expect to win that game. So um, USC, I, I, 
Yeah, yeah, what do you USC have on USC has, for me? What's the scouting? Report? Yeah, so they, dude, some some games USC looks really good. Like when Tajidi is making his shots, he's like a little point guard who sometimes gets super hot, like he did against Oregon. When he's making his shots, they've got this dude like last name Peterson, the sheer classic white guard who's a pretty good shooter. And then of course Evan Mobley, like the number two pick. I mean, they've got enough talent. It's just sometimes they do not come out to play, which worries me. Um, I could easily see them getting upset. I feel like guys who are going, you know, top five in the draft may not be super focused on March Madness all the time. They're kind of looking ahead. So I, I do like your upset pick here, but I've got to represent the Pac-12, the conference champions. I'm going with USC. I don't want to see them get upset, but I, I do think Wichita, I think they're going to beat Drake. I, apparently Drake has a player who's injured, one of their better players. I think, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll pick USC, but I do like the Wichita upset pick, kind of. Yeah, I, I didn't know we had Bill Walton on this podcast with the Conference <laughs> of Champions. But, um, yeah, kind of how Tosh said, I, I think USC will probably win um, because they have the best player on the court um, with Mobley. Other than that, I haven't really watched them all that much. I know Wichita State's kind of a scrappy team, but I think USC's talent will probably win out um, even if they play Drake or, you know, Drake or Wichita State. I think USC's talent will win out eventually. All right, I might have to switch that one up, go back to the favorite, rep the Pac-12 on that one. But the next one, Ross, you're going to be familiar with Kansas, (laughs) Jayhawks versus Eastern Washington. What do you got for me? Yeah, so um, it really just depends on who's out because of COVID. I know they've got three guys that are kind of, it's a wait and see. Even without those three, they they can win this game, and they probably should. Um, I've got them advancing, but Eastern Washington – uh, they make free throws. Like I think they led the NCAA in free throw percentage. So if it comes down to the end of the game and it's close, that that's one that would <laughs> that's one team that I think could make a noise there and win that game. But I've got Kansas to to get out of that round at least. Yeah, the whole COVID thing really scares me with Kansas, but mm-hmm. um, that it's not going to scare me enough this round. But next round, you'll see what I pick. Hey, we'll I, get I'm, there. We'll get there. Hey, we'll, yeah, we'll get to that round. Uh, but I'll throw it to you, Tosh, for the next one. We got the Ducks and VCU <laughs> seven versus ten. Your Ducks, so, our Ducks. First of all, <laughs> the Oregon Ducks. The fact that we're a seven seed is a complete joke. I mean, we should be at least a four or five. Like you look at Iowa, the team we play next round. We have about the same number of losses as them. I think maybe we both have seven. Neither team won their conference championship in the in the play in the uh, tournament, and we won ours in the regular season. Why are they a two seed? We're a seven seed. That makes absolutely no sense to me. But uh, I, I'm rolling with the Ducks. We've got the better coach. We've got better talent. We've got five players who are really good, uh, and our starting lineup's great. I think the wear and tear of the tournament might get to us deep in, in the tournament, but I think early rounds, I really like our athleticism and I, I just don't see us losing this team to, to VCU. I just don't see that happening. Yeah. I'll just defer to Tosh cause he's watched more Oregon games than I have. So I'll, I'll take his word. I do have them advancing, but you know, I wouldn't be surprised if it's closer than people expect. I mean, I know everyone's got Oregon, so I mean, we're going to be down the ducks knowing how we play. We're going to be down in the first half, probably a little bit into the third before we figure it out and turn it on. So I one do thing, I fully expect this game to be close. Yeah. One thing about the ducks too, is that towards the end of the regular season, we played 11 games in 17 days, which is just insane for college basketball. Normally you play two games a week. So 
Uh, I think by, you know, that lost to Oregon state, we, we were at the end of this crazy run. They got super hot from three. We didn't shoot well from three. We lost, um, they're a decent team, but I think that that was more of an anomaly than, uh, than, you know, a lot of people are thinking it to be. And, and we came into that game winning 11 of 12. So, um, don't sleep on the ducks. I think the next team that you have here, Jerry, Iowa versus Grand Canyon, Iowa better be a little bit nervous as the, uh, two seed, uh, against, not against Grand Canyon. Win. No, you think not so? Against, I have Iowa not advancing against, in this one, not against Grand Canyon, but I think against Oregon, why don't we move on to the, I mean, Iowa's Ross, you have Iowa winning, uh, I, right? I don't, I don't, I've got Grand Canyon. I got Grand Canyon. Wow. Um, they got a transfer seven-footer from Wichita State. They lost to Arizona State at the beginning of the year when Arizona State was ranked. They lost by one. Uh, they lost to San Francisco earlier in the year, who had beaten Virginia. And then they lost to um, Colorado, who's obviously a really good team. So they've played good teams. Um, yeah, and I think I think Grand Canyon, Bryce Drew will have them ready to go. So it, it also helps that in the next round that, you know, I don't have them going further, so I can mitigate my risks there. But, um, yeah, I got Grand Canyon winning that. Uh, so you don't have a 15 seed going past two rounds. That's a, that's a good yeah. call. Yeah, not like so fast out of Ross with the Iowa. I'm, I'm honestly kind of surprised. I mean, Luca Gar, have they seen anyone even close to that? I mean, Luca Garza is pretty good. Luca Garza, is, I guess, he's good for college, but he's kind of overrated. I'll say if no one else will. <laughs> Player of the year, Jerry. <laughs> I mean, listen, I, I if you put up stats and get a double double, that doesn't that doesn't translate to winning in the tournament. Like you can have you can put up stats and not ha- like have a great team and like be a great player. Like dude, Andre yeah. Drummond puts up stats, like what has he done? Seriously. I not to get to the NBA. I, but yeah, yeah dude, Grand, Grand Canyon, overrated. They got they got some seven footers with length, so that'll like disrupt him. Um, dude, yeah, you know, and it's one dimensional. He literally dude, Luke Garza just sits down low. Hits his turnarounds, goes up and under. Like he has no range. Luca, he's not that big. Like he's been in school forever. Like I don't understand why everyone's obsessed with this dude. <laughs> well, we'll see if they, we'll see if he uh, if he if he shows why in the if they win and then play the Ducks because the Ducks have a lot of bodies. No one as big as him. But um, why don't we go into this next round? Start from the bottom, Jerry. I guess Ross has yeah, Grand so Canyon. I, we have Oregon. I mean, you you think the Ducks are going to win this game? Yeah, dude. I was just saying. Uh, so in my bracket, I have Oregon versus Iowa, seven versus a two, and I have Oregon getting past Iowa. I mean, maybe it's a little bit of Ducks bias and the like compounded with the fact that I think Luke Garz is overrated. Um, I mean, that's just my like take on the situation is that I think the Ducks have a good shot at beating Iowa. Uh, and if one of the two seeds is going to go down early, I think it could be them over, let's say, like an Alabama or Ohio state. So yeah, like I don't hate it. We've seen big 10 teams as in Wisconsin struggle with the ducks athleticism and uh, size. So, I mean, Luca Garza, he's either going to dominate us inside or he's going to look foolish against our, you know, length and athleticism. So I've got the ducks. I think Iowa besides Luca Garza is not very good. I mean, you've got some, somewhat unathletic white guards who aren't going to do much. So I, I'll take Oregon to go to the, uh, go to the sweet 16 there and, uh, and upset Iowa. Yeah. I got Oregon. I got Oregon to beat, uh, (laughs) grand Canyon, uh, in that round. So yeah. Oh yeah. I love it. I love that out of us. Uh, the next one we got the Jayhawks and I had Wichita state, but you guys had Utah or sorry, USC. Um, 
I actually have Kansas going down here early, Ross. I know you're not going to like that one, um, but their situation is a little bit worrisome. For me. Yeah, I, I agree. Um, you know, obviously, I think at full strength, they would Kansas would beat USC, but being, you know, even if they're at full strength, you know, not practicing with COVID and everything is going to come back to bite them, I think. Um, so I, I would probably have USC in that round as well, um, getting past them. Yeah, this is one of those where you're looking for like, uh, you know, seeds that aren't highly ranked to move on to the Sweet 16. Like, I think this is one of those like little segments where an 11 or a 14 could get to the Sweet 16 because I don't really trust Kansas with the COVID. I don't really trust the USC. Uh, so I, I'm going to take USC, but I don't really trust them. So it would be a USC Oregon uh, Sweet 16 matchup, which would be pretty cool. But, uh, so I in the in the up in the upper round, Jerry, you have Virginia winning two games, and I don't see that happening. So I'm out on Virginia, and I'll let that know let you know that right now. I've got Ohio going to the Sweet 16. Uh, I'm definitely out on Virginia. I don't think their defense is great, and uh, and yeah, this is where we all kind of diverge because like I had Crane in Virginia, right? And I just don't see Crane winning two games. I saw them winning the first, so I was really between Crane and Virginia. Um, and so I had Virginia advancing. I'm not glued to that pick. I mean, Ross, are you, are you sold on Virginia's defense? I'm not sold on their defense at all. Uh, you know, I haven't watched a lot of them, but I know that, you know, I have Virginia getting past Creighton in that round, but kind of similar to Kansas there on the COVID, you know, watch list. So if they, you know, they are a team that could be, they could, they could easily lose to Ohio, like I've said, but I think if they play Creighton, um, they can beat Creighton and, and get to the next round. Yeah, I could see it. Um, as far as the number one seed in this one go, uh, side of the bracket goes, the Zags, I have seen them having no problem with either Oklahoma or Missouri, whoever comes out of there. I think we're all on the Zags there. Yep. Yeah, Gonzaga <laughs> is the best team. I mean, it's Gonzaga so, versus the uh, field. Let's keep this one going then. I got in the next round, I have a uh, weekend two starting with Gonzaga versus Virginia. Uh, I know some of you had Crane or, you know, whoever, Ohio, whoever made it, but I still see the Zags getting past whoever ends up facing them in this round. Yep. 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 I think Gonzaga yeah. is just super good, as I keep saying. So, so <laughs> more interesting is we both have Oregon in a Sweet 16, and it's a matter of who they play. So, do you have Oregon? advancing past whoever you had in your bracket at this point. I think Oregon is the best team in this region besides Gonzaga. And I think Iowa with Luka Garza may be a bad matchup for us. So it would not shock me if we lose that game, but I think we'll win. And I think other than uh, Iowa, I don't think any of these teams are even close to as good as us as the ducks. So the ducks to the elite eight, and there's one of my top two Pac-12 teams that's going to the Elite Eight, as my uh, hot take alert of the week last week said. Love it. Yeah, it's going to be it's going to be um, Oregon versus Gonzaga in that Elite Eight. But let's hope for uh, you know let's hope for something crazy to happen. Maybe get one of these uh, Ohio or you know Grand Canyon in there. But yeah, on paper it's looking like Oregon versus Gonzaga. So last pick in the West before we get to the uh, next section of the bracket here, we have the Zags versus Oregon in the Elite Eight. Who goes to the Final Four? Uh, this one might be tough for us as Ducks fans. I think uh, this is this is where the Oregon Ducks, you know, our streak ends. The last two March Madnesses, the last two March Madnesses that we've been to, two of the last three, 
Uh, we lost to the champion. I think we might lose to the champion again. Zaga is just going to be too much for us to handle. Um, I do think we'll be able to keep it close, but uh, I, th- I do think Gonzaga, they're a lock for the final four um, for me. And, and you know, I, I'll take the Zags. Yeah, I yeah. Just don't see anybody beating them in this in this side of the bracket anyways. They, yeah, no, I got good. Gonzaga as well, so. All right, so that takes care of Gonzaga. We have coming out of the West bracket. Maybe no shock there after all of our uh, analysis, but let's move on down to the bottom left of my bracket here. The East, we have Michigan versus the winner of the 16 matchups. I see no issues with the one seed yeah, advancing against the Michigan. 16. Mich- Isaiah Livers, the one of their best players, is out, but Michigan's going to win. The next one, we got LSU against St. Bonaventure. Tosh, you know, I'm a big Tigers fan. Go Tigers. I have them advancing as the eight seed over. <laughs> I really like LSU. I think they're one of my sleeper teams. Like, I was watching them in the SEC tournament. They've got a, okay. a, few, they've got a few different dudes who can who are who are good players they played with alabama they should have won that game alabama's a two seed uh, maybe could have been a one seed and uh lsu's an eight seed so yeah i'm rocking with the tigers and uh mm-hmm. yeah keep I, that in I got, mind i'm uh, gonna get back to that i got the bonnies um wow. I think that, wow yeah i do i think uh <laughs> lsu they almost won the sec championship and everyone's kind of singing their praises about how they have like three to four nba guys uh, a lot of people are sleeping on the Bonnies. The A10 is a good league, you know, with Dayton, um, some of those other other schools that are in that league. So, um, yeah, I've got I've got them making some noise and and getting past LSU there. Okay, I don't like that one. I'm gonna keep it with LSU on this one. But I mean, yeah, listen, nine over an eight is never never really a bad pick come tournament time. The next one though, I do really want to dive into. It's a five versus twelve. 12 is Georgetown, 5 is Colorado. Obviously, Georgetown is a tournament favorite, and I think a lot of people are going to be on Georgetown when the public's all going to one side. I like to go the other side. I like uh, the Colorado out of the Pac-12 to beat Georgetown in this 5-12. I think they're one of the five seeds that gets the win. As, as the uh, Pac-12 guy here, I, I like to back up Colorado and just say that they're a very veteran team. They're well-coached. They've got seniors, McKinley right at point guard. I think that they're going to find a way to win this game, even though they might not have, you know, great talent. Yeah, I think um, initially I had Georgetown. Just kind of hearing more about Colorado. They've got the best guard, um, NBA guy. So um, they're a team that that I think will, will end up beating Georgetown there. But uh, I think it'll be a really close game. Yeah, I could definitely see that being close. Twelve five. Georgetown's riding a lot of Georgetown's riding a lot of the momentum from the Big East tournament, which they won. They were a low seed, but I think they're they're honestly probably just happy to get here. And and I don't know if they they've got enough. Dude, yeah, but... I kind of I feel I have a theory that like if you win your conference championship, you don't have as good shots going far in the tourney because like you're riding high, like you think you're as good as you need to be, and like sometimes those those losses, those hardworking losses in the quarterfinal or the semifinal of your conference championship. Are the best thing for your team. Not always, not always. Sometimes the best team wins and like just continues theory. to tear. But, but yeah, I think it just kind of depends on who you are. I think Georgetown winning that uh, was not the best for them, unless they you know really had to to get in. But the next one, anyways, mm. we got thirteen UNC Greensboro or Greensville. I don't know here, but uh, four against four, four Florida State and tongue tied here with these two teams. Uh, Thirteen over four. I have UNC upsetting Florida State. I think. The Seminoles go down early in this tournament. 
I could see that. I mean, I don't think Florida State's all that great of a team. I, I think this region is a little bit uh, lacking in talent, and uh, it would not surprise me if UNC Greenville won. They did win their conference tournament, um, and they've been playing well. This yeah, Miller dude on they're their They're one team. of the teams that helps, one of those mid-major, like, smaller schools. Yeah, that so <laughs> I, I'll take Florida State, but I don't hate the pick, Jerry. Yeah, I agree. I, I think that um... – on that one, Florida State's going to get by, but okay. I know that UNC Greensboro has kind of the the best young coach that's kind of interviewing with other programs or at least being mentioned for other programs. So um, that might be a distraction, but uh, I think that Florida State's length and Leonard Hamilton, uh, good old reliable. All right. I, I mean, yeah, you guys taking the – the chalk there with the four seed. Can't hate on that too, too much. Usually the four does advance in that matchup. But the next one, got BYU against Michigan State or UCLA. Guys, I like the upset in this one. 11 versus six. Um, I think Tom Izzo or UCLA gets it done against BYU. What do you guys how think? About, I just over how about, B- Yeah, how about Michigan State versus UCLA round one? Two blue bloods, first four. Yeah. Thursday night. Let's go, Jerry. That's a great the first attorney. Yeah, <laughs> people thought the first four wasn't wasn't you know worth it. I'll, I'll watch this game. Uh, I think Michigan State's going to make a little run here. They just beat Michigan. They just beat uh, you know the number one of the number one seeds. So why can't they beat UCLA and then BYU? I'll take Michigan State to, to get a look. You know, make a little run here in the tournament. Yeah, I think. Uh... That one's going to be pretty interesting. I got BYU. Um, you know, they've got length. They've got uh, Harms that transferred from Purdue that's been to the tournament. So, and then they just played against Gonzaga really well, had a good chance of winning. So that'll give them some confidence going in. That is true. Yeah. They did almost beat Gonzaga. Yeah. Um, that does worry me a little bit, picking upset there. Okay. I got another one for you guys. Another 3 14 matchup. We got uh, Texas versus Albaline Christian, and uh, I got Texas not being back. I guess I really like these uh, this lower seed upsets in this. Texas is never East. back, Jerry. Exactly. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. So I like Albaline Christian, 14 over a three, first round. I don't uh, hate it. I don't know much about Abilene Christian. I, Texas is is decent, I think. So I'm going to pick Texas. Um, okay. And I think that they could, you know, if Michigan State wins, or even if you like, I feel like Texas could win a few games here. So I'm I'm not going to risk that there. Yeah, I would say Texas. They're peaking at the right point. They won the Big Twelve. Uh, granted, they didn't have to play Baylor to win it, but. Um, They've got, you know, two seven-footers in the middle. Um, yeah, they're, they're just more talented, I think, than, than Abilene. But it is kind of interesting how the tournament makes it to where two Texas schools have to play each other right away. Yeah, so. I'm just saying a little bit of senior guard play at Abilene could, uh, could come in handy for them. Hey, I um, wouldn't mind it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, I would love to see toward- Texas lose. <laughs> yeah, it's always fun when they get upset and their fans are pissed. But... Uh, more of an Eastern kind of coast game here. We got seven UConn versus number 10, Maryland. Um, I don't know about you guys, but I'm from Connecticut. UConn come tourney time. I don't go against them in the first round anyways. Uh, I got them cruising fast Maryland. Although no, I shouldn't say cruising. I think it's going to be a very, very tight game as it usually is between these two. I like UConn's guards. I think they'll win. Uh, Maryland's Big Ten. Apparently Big Ten is this great conference. I guess we'll see, but uh, I'll take UConn. 
Yeah, I think um, UConn with James Booknight, the, a lot of people are clamoring that he's kind of the next Shabazz Napier or Kemba Walker to lead him on a run. Uh, I don't know about that, but I think he's good enough to get him to the next round. He did it from an 11 seed, I think it was, if not 10, uh, a couple years ago against Kentucky. Yeah. But yep. so, I, I mean, you know, them as a seven seed, look out. Uh, but I'm not really for against UConn. It's a love hate relationship I got with them. So we'll, <laughs> we'll see what happens here. Uh, but last one in this in this region, we got number two Alabama versus 15 Iona. I actually am going chalk on this one. No upset here. Bama takes this. I like Bama. They're playing well. I, I think they'll, they might make a little run here. Yeah, I like Bama as well. But I, I know that um, Patino, he'll have his guys ready to go at Iona, being, what, his fifth school <laughs> yeah. that he's brought to the tournament. Rick so Patino at Iona. Yeah. Yeah, they just won their uh, their their conference tournament this past mm-hmm. weekend. So congrats to them. But the run ends here. Swinging back around now to Alabama versus seven UConn. Uh, Tosh, I like what you're saying about Bama going on a little run here. I still have Bama advancing past UConn to get this yep. 16. Roll tide. I, I got, got UConn. Bama. I got UConn to win it. Wow. Okay. A little I upset. Mean, yeah. I don't hate yeah. that though. Come tourney time, I could see UConn. Sneaking by Bama, but I like that. I, uh, I don't. I don't know, like what you exactly what you're saying, Ross. Is that uh, boat night? Like it, I, you know, everyone's like the next Kemba, the next Shabazz. Like those guys were insane. I don't know if this guy can pull it off. He's gonna have to, you know, show me. You know, he's gonna have to do it for in front of me before add I believe. To his UConn, his UConn. Yeah, yeah so, I don't have yeah. the specific record, but I know that when, without him, since he was injured, they were about five hundred, and then with him, yeah, they they're were much better. Yeah, so uh, I don't hate it. So this next one, you guys had Texas. I had Alpine Christian versus, let's say, Michigan State or UCLA. Uh, I got yeah. I got Texas. I got Texas beating BYU in my bracket. Um, I think if Texas plays Michigan State, then that's a very scary matchup. But I think Texas versus BYU matches up very well for Texas. So Jerry, you have the you have what I have. I I, I like your pick here. I think Michigan State. I think they they're going to make a little run here. So I'll support I too, that man. pick out of you. Yeah, I like. I mean, now I'm a big your, Spartans guy, so and I like this your, so. On your next pick, uh, the UNC Greensboro, I don't think that they're <laughs> going to get by Colorado or Florida State. Uh, I'll take Florida State, though. I, 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 you know, I don't really love Colorado. I think that their uh, their talent level is not great, so I'll, I'll take Florida State. Um, and and I don't know about UNC Greensboro winning two games, but uh, maybe anything can happen. It's March. It's turning time, baby. <laughs> yeah, I got Florida State as well. All right, so I'm the only one not uh, not taking the, uh, the yeah, road might, most travel there. I might, State. yeah, I might get screwed on that one. Yeah, might have been playing yeah, well in, in the tournament recently, but um, you do have LSU though over Michigan and Jerry. I absolutely love that pick, dude. Yeah, uh, I think Michigan Michigan's the first one to, to go down. Isaiah I don't see them going far out. in this tourney. Isaiah Livers is out. Jawan Howard. Remember last? Remember that what happened last time he was in uh, March Madness, Jerry? <laughs> they uh, they blew the national championship. So uh, I'll take LSU to to win. LSU's playing great, and I love that out of you, Jerry. I think LSU's here for a little run. I Glad got, to have you on board. Go Tigers! Yeah, I got I got Michigan in that one. Even without Livers, um, Michigan just about beat Ohio State 
in the uh, Big Ten tournament without him. So, you know, I know it's a stress fracture. If Livers isn't there, they can still win that game. Um, but if he is there, you know, they should win that. Well, uh, and then, well, yeah, I mean, I think LSU, I like your pick here too again, Jerry. LSU is going to keep winning. I got LSU going to the Elite Eight. You do too. I do, yeah, uh, dude. I, we're all over the Tigers on this uh, on this pod on this bracket. I love it. I love it. <laughs> so Ross, who do you have uh, in that going to the lead in the top there? Um, I believe. Let's see here. I've got. Um, is that the Michigan versus Texas? I've got uh, Texas beating Michigan. So you have the Longhorns going on a little bit of a run. We got some. Got some powerhouse yeah. football schools and making a, making some runs yeah, as well. I don't yeah. know what to well, make of Texas, Texas, but, but they've yeah. got that one guard who's who's good. But other than Dude, him, Texas is I one mean, of those teams that gets gets upset either really early or makes a deep run. I just don't see them having like one of those average tournaments that's forgettable. I think we're gonna remember yeah. this as a Texas type tournament. So this we'll is see. I think this is this is definitely Shock Smart's best team since he's been in Austin. Um, he's got Kai Jones and and Sims that are big seven footers. And then he does have good guard play. So, um, you know, watch out for them. Like I said, they've definitely been playing well lately. So in the Ross bottom is, half, you're is... a big, you're a big 12 guy too. I, I like, I think I'd want to maybe trust you on the big 12 team. So I might have to switch my bracket bracket. Up you a know, bit, I've got, I've got <laughs> Bama in that side. Yeah. Bama versus Michigan state. I definitely have Bama. Which sets up, guys, a nice little SEC clash of the Titans. Bama versus LSU in the Elite Eight. Yeah, that's what I got. Yeah, I've, I have that too, and I think Bama wins. I think Bama goes to the Final Four. Uh, I could see, I mean, they, these teams just played, and it was a great game. So I'd love to see it again. Yeah, I think yeah. I, I jumped the gun, but I had Michigan State against Florida, uh, Michigan against Florida State, and Texas versus UConn. Um, Texas will beat UConn, and Michigan will beat Florida State. And then, obviously, like I said, uh, so for your that bracket's next different than our, very different. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll see. So, do you have going to the Final Four out of that side of the bracket? Uh, I've got Texas. I've got Texas wow. there. Wow. So you're yeah. all, in, all in on the Longhorns. He's all in on Texas. Yeah. 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 Wow. We might have to rethink how I might have to rethink how far they go, but I still <laughs> like, like that, would you like Bama, that would bust my bracket. That would bust my bracket. Yeah, very, yeah. very quickly. And this, it's Texas. And this is a this is a resident Big Twelve guy over yeah. here. Big Kansas well, fan. I want when the Big Twelve's expected to do well in the tournament, they they blow it. So I mean, very easily Texas could lose to uh, that Michigan State UCLA BYU game, but um, yeah, I think they have the I de- they definitely have the potential to get <laughs> past into the Final Four. They have the talent to get there. All right, I'm taking your word on Texas. I'm t- I'm taking Texas to to maybe beat uh, Michigan State now and go to the Sweet Sixteen. Yeah, I might have to rethink them. that. I might switch the bracket after this pod. That's uh, why we Jerry- listen. Let's go to the uh, south side. Why don't we go through the the uh, first round kind of quickly here? I mean, you've got you want to say who you've got to win all these games, and then maybe yeah, you and mean, Ross can. Uh... I don't think there's too many surprises. Stop me if, if any of these are surprising. Uh, I got Baylor over University of Hartford, which is like ten minutes from my house. They made the tournament first time ever, but Baylor, awesome team, 
probably second best team in the nation. No way they lose to Hartford. Uh, next one, North Carolina eight versus Wisconsin nine. Tosh, I got your Badgers. I hate UNC. Wisconsin usually seems to win a game or two in the tournament. So I got Wisconsin advancing there. Uh, the next one, Nova champion a couple of years ago versus Winthrop, a team I have never, ever, ever, ever watched play basketball in my entire life. Uh, so I have Nova advancing there uh, as the five seed, even though it is a five twelve. So look out. Um, do you, any of you guys have Winthrop? I guess we'll stop there for a second. Uh, why don't you give your next one? And then we'll stop after that four. Cause I have two takes. Yeah, so the next one, I got Purdue against North Texas at 13 versus 4, and I have Purdue advancing the Boilermakers. All right, go for it. So, Villanova is without their best player, Colin Gillespie. They're going to lose to Winthrop. Winthrop's lost one time all season, uh, and I think Winthrop's going to win this game. So, don't pick Villanova. I definitely would not pick Villanova to go far. Um, And then I think... uh, yeah, I mean that's my. I think Villanova's going to lose, so take Winthrop. Yeah, I, I, I'm a little bit against you on that one. I, I know Nova's without um, Gillespie, their their best player, um, but I think that you know Jay Wright, his coaching, he's going to have those guys ready to go. Um, you know, Winthrop's definitely not going to be sneaking up on Villanova. They're 23 and one for a reason, and they're definitely. I think they're definitely the biggest pick for a 5-12 matchup for the 12 to win so um that kind of scares me but I, I would have villanova getting to the next round in that they, they've lost one game all season and it was by two points and they won their conference championship by 27 points so they're clearly the best team in their conference i um, could not tell you what conference they play in cannot tell you one player couldn't tell you their coach couldn't tell you what color their uniforms are don't know anything about Winthrop, <laughs> which is why you need to pick them jerry villanova yeah. is not gonna win sheesh i mean with that reasoning <laughs> no reason not to man. all right why don't we go down to the go down yeah, to the so bottom man. half of that of uh that got, south side we got texas tech six versus utah state i have texas tech advancing there as the favorite then we have Arkansas three against Colgate, two teams that I really have not watched. I have Arkansas advancing as the three seed. Uh, Florida is the seven seed versus Virginia Tech as the 10. I have an upset if you want to call it that, the 10 over the seven. I have Virginia Tech advancing. And then I have number two, Ohio State versus Oral Roberts. Maybe. I'm not even sure who they're playing. I have Ohio State beating the 15 seed. If there's one... 14 seed that I think, 14, 15, 16 seed that I would take, it would be Colgate. They've lost one game this season, again, by two points to Army, their second game of the year. Uh, they're another team super high in all the ratings. I think their offense is really good. They're a great three-point shooting team. They get hot, they could win. So uh, I definitely would not have Arkansas going far, and I think Colgate might, might take this game. Other than that, I, I think that's pretty spot on, Jerry. Yeah, um, the Colgate one is definitely a scary one. They, they can they can beat Arkansas. I do have Arkansas advancing, having said that, but I do like your pick of Virginia Tech over Florida. Um, Hell yeah. There yeah, I like that pick a lot. So let's swing back around going up the bracket this time. I have Ohio State 2 versus Virginia Tech 10. I don't see the Tech uh, run continuing. I have Ohio State, the Buckeyes advancing. I know they have a solid team. It's one of the few teams I know a little bit about, so I have them advancing there. And then I have Arkansas, the third seed versus Texas Tech. I have the Red Raiders advancing, making it to the Sweet 16. You know, we made, they made that finals run. Uh, was, that, was that the last eligible tournament? Two tournaments. Yeah, yeah. they played Virginia. Um, 
Yeah, exactly. And forced them to overtime came within an inch of winning, really. Um, and so I actually have them advancing to play Ohio State. Then the top half of the bracket, I had Purdue, which maybe I'll rethink if, uh, you know, you guys are North Texas. But versus Nova, I had Nova advancing. That side of the bracket, I'm a little bit shaken up on now that you guys have talked me out of it. Then I had Baylor versus Wisconsin. Sorry, Tosh, I had Baylor beating Wisconsin to advance because they're still pretty so- good. I really like uh, Purdue to win this game. I think Purdue's pretty much a lock to go to the... I, I think they've got a good team. They've got a lot of guys. Got one dude just like above seven feet tall who's going to be a tough matchup for anyone. I, I think Purdue is pretty much a lock to get to the Sweet 16, and I could definitely see them beating Baylor, whose defense has not been playing well since they came back from COVID pause, um, and they've not looked like the same team. Uh, so I'll, I'm taking Purdue there, and I'm taking Baylor to, to beat uh, the winner of Wisconsin, North Carolina. But yeah. I would not surprise me if Baylor lost earlier than people are expecting. Yeah, I got I got Baylor beating uh, North Carolina. Um, yeah, I got North Carolina getting past Wisconsin. I think their bigs are are gonna take it to Wisconsin. There, I got Purdue um, over Villanova, the loss to Gillespie. And then uh, Texas Tech against Arkansas. I like Chris Beard. He's a good coach. Gets his guys ready. Mac McClung's a good player. Uh, and then Ohio State beating Virginia Tech in that that round as well. Interesting. Okay, so we're a little bit spread out here. Um, um, who do you guys? Villanova, Jerry. Villanova's okay. missing their best player. All right. I'll tell you what. After the, right after we get off this pod, um, I'm switching to Purdue to advance there. No problem. Uh, you guys talk me into it. I'm about <laughs> it. Uh, so I think we're a little bit spread out here, though, about who we have coming out of the South. So who do you guys have in the Elite Eight? Right now I have Baylor and Ohio State, the one versus two, making it out of this. I don't think it's that strong of a side in the bracket. So I do, too. But if there was anyone who I had confidence in, you know, if Oregon, if uh, some of these other teams, that I, Michigan State even, Colorado, UConn, if any of those teams are in this, I would maybe pick them. But uh, I don't really have confidence in a lot of, you know, I don't have confidence in Texas Tech. I don't have confidence in Arkansas, Villanova. Maybe Purdue coming in busts us out, but I think it's Baylor, Ohio State. And I've got, uh, I've got Ohio State actually upsetting Baylor. I'm worried about Baylor's defense. Me too, man. Yeah. Me too. Baylor, because the thing is, Baylor's been the same thing for two years now, like going back pre-pandemic. Like, yeah, they're really, 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 really good, but there's a ton of film on them. And I think if you catch them on the right night, you can beat them. Yeah, I mean, I, I definitely won't go against that argument that they can be beat. I've, I've still got Baylor beating Ohio State. Um you know, I think that their guard play is just so good. And, I mean, guards in March win. Uh, and I don't know enough about Ohio State's guards. I know they got a, some pretty good big men, but uh, Baylor's guards are, are scary and definitely sh- could and cool. should make a yeah. run. Yeah. No, they, I mean, I, Butler, I could Katie easily see. Yeah. No, yeah. Baylor, Baylor making it to the final guards. four would be the least surprising thing to me as well. I just don't have them. You know, I didn't want to have all one seed in my final four, so I did have Ohio State upsetting them in this side of the bracket. Absolutely. Uh, all right. Last but finally not least, we get to the Midwest side of the bracket. One Illinois versus Drexel. I don't see the one team getting upset there. We have Loyola Chicago. You remember Sister Jean and them from a couple of years ago, back in the tournament versus Georgia Tech. I so Georgia, don't. Georgia Tech's actually not playing this game because of COVID. Oh, did so, they withdraw? 
yeah. So is the Ross Breaking is there a filling team, or is that just a win for uh, George Tech? I didn't even did, did that just come out? I didn't know. That. Yeah, it came out this a few hours ago. It's, yeah, I didn't uh, see that. Yeah, Josh Pastor, great coach. Uh, yeah. Then I will take uh, Loyola done. Chicago to advance. So, against... uh, don't be one of those people to pick George Tech. All right. Well, then I have Loyola Chicago. But the next one, a good old five twelve Oregon State versus Tennessee Tosh. We know what te- Oregon State's made out of. We just saw our Ducks lose them. I have them beating. That's weird for you to say, but I do have them beating Tennessee. <laughs> and how about Oklahoma State Liberty, Gary? Oh, dude, how could you not take Liberty, Liberty, Liberty in this one? I love that 13-4 upset. No way. Uh, maybe uh, because Oklahoma down. State has the best player in the country and the number one overall pick. Uh, I'm taking Oklahoma State to win that. I love it. Yeah, that one, might, I might have to rethink that. I have Liberty going on a little bit of a run here. I, that might be a mistake on my part. I love your pick of Oregon State to uh, upset Tennessee. Tennessee hasn't been playing great, and one of their better players, John Fulton, is probably not going to play. So I, I love the Oregon State pick. Um, and and I've got I, – I do have – uh, Oklahoma State winning a few games here, so I would recommend taking them because they've been playing great. They just beat Baylor. Um, All right, I'm going to I, uh, rethink that. <laughs> and on this side, I, I really like Illinois with uh, Io DeSumo and Kofi Coburn. I think they're a team to be reckoned with, so I'm going to have them from this side. I think Illinois is going to beat Oklahoma in the state in the Sweet 16, so I, I'll take Illinois to go to the Elite Eight on that side. Yeah, I also have Illinois making the Elite Eight on this side as the one seed. I really don't know that much about them. I just don't see anybody in the top half of this bracket taking them down, and that's kind of why I had them advancing. In my yeah, not so I've got um, I've got Illinois. They're gonna. I had Loyola. Um, I had Illinois beating Loyola in that next round. Uh, I've got Oregon State. That's the five twelve. Um, yeah, that I've got. Right. And then I've got Beavs. And then I've got Oklahoma State to beat. Liberty, uh, Liberty. So Ross, you're the Big Twelve guy here. Is Oklahoma State legit? I think they're pretty good. I'm kind of on the bandwagon. Uh, they're they are a very good team. I don't think they're going to have enough to beat Illinois, um, but they're definitely a team that could win a few games and you know get yeah to get to the Sweet Sixteen. That's what I see from them as well. Mm-hmm. Move down to the uh, down to the other side there, Jerry. Yeah, what do we got here? San Diego State versus Syracuse. You know, usually I like going with Bayheim and Syracuse, the orange, but lately, honestly, the last the like five years, dude, I'm kind of snoozing on the zone. I feel like it's been pretty stale for a while up there at Cuse. I got San Diego State winning this one. Um, the next one, dude, I got a lot of these 14 3 matchups, I guess, stuck in my head. I got Moorhead State beating West Virginia as the 14 seed. I, I'm sure you guys will want to try and talk me out of that one. Then 10-7, this, this Midwest one for me is full of upsets. Rutgers versus Clemson. I have Rutgers, the 10 seed, upsetting Clemson, the 7 seed. And then I have Houston, the 2 seed, rolling against Cleveland, the 15 seed, to finish out my round of 64. So I've been low on Houston all year. And if they were in any other you know region, I would say they're going to lose to the 7 seed. Um, but... I don't really like Clemson or Rutgers, and I don't really like West Virginia. Sandy. I don't like any of these teams down here, so I'm picking Houston to come out of this and play um, Illinois in the Elite Eight, but I don't love that. So, Ross, are there any teams in here that you think are you know could make a run over Houston? 
yeah. Um, well, I've got. I'll, I'll start out with this. <clears throat> I've got Syracuse to beat San Diego State. I've got West Virginia to beat Moorhead. I've got Rutgers to beat Clemson and Houston to beat Cleveland State. That West Virginia Syracuse game would be um, old Big East foes. I would actually have Syracuse winning that, uh, preparing for the zone on what one day between games, uh, two days between games. So that's tough to kind of, um, you know, figure out where you're passing the ball and uh, West Virginia doesn't really see that in the big 12. So this could be one of those Bayheim teams that gets them a few wins in the tournament when you don't expect it. And then uh, Houston versus Rutgers. I've got Houston. Uh, I'm not super sold on them, but uh, you know, their body of work only losing three games a year. So got to go with that. I don't know who to, I guess maybe Syracuse. I should roll with them. I'm not a believer in Houston. So I think Illinois is just going to trounce them if they play yeah. in Elite Eight. So I like I your as long as we're on this, uh, Yeah, as long as we're on this kind of fast track in the Midwest that we don't see it being too competitive. Yeah, I have Illinois is the one coming out of this to reach the Final Four. And I'm, I'm excited to talk about this Final Four that we all have and to see who, you know, finally comes out as another tourney, tourney winner. It's been too long. Yes, it has. Yeah, Final <laughs> Four. What a what a great event, Jerry. You know, you're in the football stadium. It's super big. You know, it's got Jim Nance on the call. What a what an event that we missed last year. So let's get into it, Jerry. Your Final Four teams: Gonzaga, Alabama, Ohio State, Illinois. Yes, sir. I. I what do you like out of them? I think we had the exact same final four teams, which makes me want to <laughs> change. Makes me want to switch, yeah. <laughs> but uh, I think Gonzaga, like, I, I don't know how you can fill out a bracket and not have Gonzaga winning this tournament. And I think Illinois is the clear cut second best team. So I like what you have. You have Gonzaga, Illinois, Gonzaga to win. I think that, like, I'm, you're filling out a bracket. I don't know how you can't have that, to be honest, right now. So. Um, I like that pick out of you. I don't know how you got to that pick, but uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm glad. the person doesn't know that much about college basketball. But yeah, I, I did end up with the, with the Zags over Illinois in my in my final. But that's what everyone's picking, so it's not going to happen. So Ross, do you have that? <laughs> I thing? do not know. So my final four was Gonzaga, yes, Texas. Texas. What do you got? <laughs> yeah. Gonzaga, Texas, Baylor, Illinois. I've got Gonzaga to beat Texas, Baylor to beat Illinois. Um, and that basically the whole year one, two matchup of Gonzaga versus Baylor, uh, that was, um, postponed, canceled by COVID is going to happen in the national championship game. Um, so that would be be electric. That'd be so electric. Yeah. Although uh, the one thing I will say is if, even though we're on the Zags, I think it's really, really, really hard to go undefeated. I mean, look at what happened with Kentucky. Like they made it to the, to the uh, final four and got upset by Wisconsin. So, I mean, the Zags are dominant, right? But going undefeated is really tough. I think they might be able to do it this year, but I think a lot of people also think that. So uh, I'm not expecting them to fully do it, but it's going to be a hell of a tournament you as, have, it, as it usually is. When you have Jalen Suggs, Drew Timmy, Corey Kispert, Joel Ayayi, like those are four NBA players. Two of them are going to be probably top 10 picks. One of them of those is a senior, and then you've got a bunch of other, you've got three or four other dudes who are upperclassmen. You've got a potential top three pick. Like, this team's super stacked. They're a veteran team. Unlike that Kentucky team that lost to Wisconsin, like, this team has some vets. 
think they're ready to go. I think they're well coached. Like I'm picking the Zags. I'm full on the bandwagon. I'll be pretty surprised if they don't win this tournament. And they've been close before under Mark Few. Like, yeah, I mean, yeah, it it would not be that shocking to me to see them win. I mean, I guess it's pretty cold take, you know, them being the number one overall <laughs> seed. But yeah, it really. I mean, if any year there was going to be number one overall seed to take it, this would be the year. Yeah, it's going to be interesting to see kind of how without with limited fans, you know, typically the powerhouse team is going to have the fans there that obviously doesn't mean everything uh, in the tournament, you know, or like when there's a team that's potentially about to get knocked off everyone in the stands that's against them. So it'll be kind of interesting to see how, you know, the limited capacity might uh, affect it as well as the backdrop, the backdrop of playing in a football stadium. But yeah, I mean, I've got Gonzaga as well. I'm hoping that I'm putting the the curse on them uh, to, to not Maybe win. Maybe the Ducks will upset them in the Elite Eight. You never know. I Could mean, be us, Jerry. You That'd never be cool. know. That'd be cool. I'm all in on that. You know, I'll be rooting for the Ducks. 100%. So, all right, guys. Well, Ross, you got anything else? Any other hot takes you want to get out on this pod before we uh, sign off here? Uh, I don't, I wouldn't say necessarily hot takes. I would just say think things could get really weird. I know our brackets were pretty straightforward. I know Jerry's had a lot more, um, upsets. Um, I kind of hope that there's don't sleep uh, on these upsets in March. Yeah. Madness. I, I kind of hope that, uh, there are these upsets, but you know, there's a lot of talk about who plays in the toughest conference, who does this, but really it just comes down to one game, 40 minutes, doesn't throw everything out the window. So I, I'm hoping that anarchy uh, occurs yep it's march anything can happen we all know that as always check out 2tvsports.com as we've got a new lineup of articles and check out the weekly spotlight dropping every sunday night giving you the best 10 games of the week to watch hot take of the week every wednesday and the friday stock watch with jackson roberts he's also got some mlb uh, season previews coming out either the White Sox and Yankees so be on the lookout for those and don't forget to sign up for the March Madness uh, challenge on 2tvsports.com or through our social media Jerry anything you want to add here before we sign off go Ducks go Pats <laughs> <laughs> that's right go Ducks and uh, as always 2tv sports signing off Mike <laughs>